And then you kind of just realize this person will not change their mind and I will not change my mind. I love ugly men. I love ugly men. Bring me ugly men. There is no, no pondu. Fufu, I'm out. There is no kwanga. You're oh leaving. Hemi, <laughs> if someone proposes and you say no, can you move on from that or do you have to break up? again <laughs> i forget it's so weird it really is it is so weird hey hello and welcome to the real 20s sweden's best survival guide for the crazy 20s this is a podcast that talks about subjects that concerns us in our 20s it is for people in the 30s to listen and look back to the 20s it is for people in the 30s 40s to listen and give me advice about surviving the real 20s you guys have done this now it's time for us to go through this my name is jane angie musikura uh, <laughs> i don't know what more <laughs> but you know i'm 25 years old and i am a host for this podcast this is episode 17 part two about relationships dating and so on. Today I am here again with the lovely Dr. Love, Dr. Deborah Debbie. Hello. I love it when you say Dr. Love. Wow. So, so spicy. <laughs> You're a spicy girl. And we are two bottles down. Okay. <laughs> I wish it might seem like it. So if you're new to this podcast, I talk a lot about surviving uni, surviving talking about mental health issues with your immigrant parents. Uh, I talk about surviving the single life. I've been talking about surviving how it is to be a young artist in the music industry and in the photography industry, <laughs> don't know, like art gallery. I've been talking about starting your own business as a, at a young age. I've been talking about how it is to be a young mom and if you should be starting your family life or pursuing your career. Everything that revolves about being in your crazy 20s. We've been talking about um, love, relationships, dating in episode 16. So check that out. This is part two where, we'll, where we will keep covering the same subject because this subject needs attention, guys. Let's go right ahead because in episode 16, we ended up with leaving you guys with a cliffhanger about talking about the concept of soulmates. So what do you think about the concept of soulmates, Debbie? I think that it is a beautiful concept, honestly. I would like to believe that we do have soulmates and there is a person like meant for you and that you just click with and just vibe with on the exact same wavelengths. But on the other hand, I also believe that you, we don't have like particularly just one soulmate. I think we have many soulmates. I think that some people, and especially like the fact that just because this person is your soulmate, it doesn't mean that you will end up with this person. That's oh, what I think as well. That's depressing. Because a lot of people think that like, 
just because this is your soulmate. This is the one person that you will work out with. But I don't share that view. I just think that a per a soulmate is a person that is meant to come into your life and just uh-huh. make you experience things and just make you grow, make you view things like in a different way and just uh-huh. like open up your mind, your heart, your soul uh-huh. and just change a lot of things in you, with you and just open up a path that maybe you didn't see before. I think that Where is a soulmate. Where can you buy this? <laughs> <laughs> Where can I get it? <laughs> So definitely, I think that is a soulmate, but yeah. it might be a person that it could be that you're meant to end up with this person, of course. But then at the other, at the same time, I think that it could also just be a person that's there for you to develop character, oh. character to just open up in a certain way, make mm. you think in a certain way, make you like build character, just like. Like the person enters your life at the right exactly. time. But do you think a soulmate has to be like romantically? Because I honestly think like Stella, my best friend, your cousin, I think she's my soulmate. Yeah, I don't think that it, it doesn't, that it has to be romantically. I think mm. that it can be like in a friendship level as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so, definitely. Because like every time I meet a man, I'm like, why doesn't he think like Stella? Because we th- we are like so compatible. Like she starts a sentence, I finishes, yeah. finishes. Sister. <laughs> Guys, I'm a lightweight. She starts a sentence and I finish the sentence. Yeah. She doesn't even have to say something. And I know exactly what she's thinking. We say a name and we know we can say two words about that name because we're thinking about the same thing. Like our brains are just so synced. And I think that's my issue when I'm looking for love. I think that I'm going to find someone who is so synced with me the way she is. And that is really hard to find. It really is. It really, really is. So I don't think that you like every person that you meet is your soulmate. Okay, this person was meant to come into like Definitely not. I think that like some people are just like once in a lifetime kind of people. Yeah. Once in your lifetime kind of people that they might be there to stay. They might be there just like for a short while. It might end tragically. It might end beautifully. But that's what I, that's what I think on like soulmates. But do you think people should pursue their soulmates like actively? Yeah, I think yes. Or how do you mean actively? Like Like be like, (laughs) look under a rock. Hello, hello. Excuse me. (laughs) But like more like, do you think like if if you're dating someone or you're getting like in a serious relationship with someone and you feel like this is not my soulmate, do you think you should end it? Um, just because it's not your soulmate. Yeah. No, I don't think that. No, I don't think that. If it feels good at the moment, if you like this person. Then, of course, just stay where you are. If you like the situation you are in, stay in it. Because I think a lot of people think the opposite. A lot of women, uh, especially. We're talking from a women perspective, woman pers- mm. <laughs> female perspective, because we're women. Yeah. And we're also dating women who dates men. So we talk a lot about that from a heterosexual perspective, just to get that you know, yeah. said. Because uh, I think a lot of women do that. They, they would throw away a potential good man because they're like oh no he doesn't he doesn't check all these boxes i have for a soulmate i think that's wrong as yeah. well because if you like the situation you're in if you like this person then of course you should stay in this situation but at the same time if i had my soulmate here 
mm-hmm. and I had a person that I'm comfortable with. That's like defined like comfortable. So soulmate one side and comfortable, comfortable one, one side. Of course, I would take the soulmate. Yeah, I would. I would pursue the. I would end the comfortable to pursue the soulmate because I think that is was meant to come into my life. That's also another thing. I think that like a soulmate is meant to come into your life. It doesn't have to be romantically. It doesn't have to be, like I said, that it's going to be forever. But I just think that these people that kind of just shake you, you kind of just like, wow, have you ever met a person that you're just like, holy shit. Stella. Stella. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay. Let me think what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have. And you have? Mm, I have. I have. It's like some people you're just like, wow. It's wow, but it also gets on my nerves. But yeah, yeah, I have. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But yeah, I have. But when you have that wow, do you think you will know right away? Like, okay, no, scratch that. Do you say that? Scratch, scratch that, yeah. <laughs> scratch that. Okay, when you meet your soulmate, do you think you will know? If it's a romantical, if it's a romantical soulmate relation, do you think you will know when you meet that person? Yeah, I think like so. Like lightning. I, I think fireworks. so. Fireworks. I think so. Some people, you're just like, in the beginning, you're like, meh. And then they kind of just like bloom out. You're just like, wow, of course, there are yeah. that. But I think that with the soulmate, you would kind of be like, holy shit, just like lightning. Yeah. I think that lightning of emotion, lightning of like opening up, but like, holy shit. And then sometimes, of course, I think that you might not always know that this is your, but then this is your soulmate. In a case, for example, of being emotionally unavailable. And you're kind of just close to everything. Oh, you're not like uh, aware. You're not aware because you're not open to it. You're not open to uh, being vulnerable, being open. Yeah. So in in that case, if you're a person that's like really open to whatever relationship this is, whatever person you're meeting, yeah. you're just like, I'm willing to sh- put myself in a more vulnerable position uh, for the sake yeah. of love, uh, intimacy, um, feelings, and just feeling things, of course, yeah. I think you would know in that moment. Yeah, I am personally very close, so I think I would actually miss if something was good for me yeah. because I'm not ready to see it. But I also have a question in this subject. Like, what do you think about people who have like a like a list, like maybe 10 points that a man or a woman must have? Otherwise, I'm not even going to DM I like reply to a DM or, you know, some people actually do that. Like they have really, I wouldn't say high standards because everybody has like, it's up to you what standards you have. If they're high or low, it's, it's objective. I can't define it, but some people really have like criterias, many criterias. Whereas my criterias, honestly, it's like fun. You have to make me laugh just by looking at you smart Mm. and ugly. I love ugly men. <laughs> yes. I love ugly men. I love ugly men. Bring me ugly men. <laughs> I love that. Like my former relations has been like cute boys. Mm. I love ugly men. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like those are my three criteria. Of course, there are more. Like, of course, he has yeah. to be faithful, you know, loyal, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. But some people really like, okay, he needs to be this, this. She needs to be this, this. She mm. has to make this kind of money. She has to have this education, mm. etc. And I think that's limiting to meeting it is. someone potentially good for you. Yeah, it really is. And I think a lot of the times even when you make up a list in your own head that he has to have this and she has to have this, 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 and this. But when you meet someone that doesn't like, that just like has the complete opposite and then you're just like, shit, this person is amazing. Yeah. And then you will understand that that list is just trash. Yeah. You, throw it you out should the just window. throw it out the window. And I think, of course, you should have, especially if you are like maybe educated, you have a good job, you make good money, you want a certain lifestyle, you should have standards that could meet yours because you worked for it. Definitely. So maybe you want someone who meets you halfway. That I'm not uh, talking against. And I believe that if you make, if, if like um, law of attraction, if you want something, God will bring it to you, like in a way, yeah. the universe will bring it to you. But what I'm saying is that that list might be limiting you from other criteria that you might even like that you don't know. Especially that, that you don't mm. know. Mm. Because a lot of the things that like we say, oh my God, I like this, is from experience. Because exactly. we've seen something experience. that we like. We've met someone that yeah. has this. We've heard of someone that you're like, oh shit, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to meet semi soulmates to realize what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, semi soul. <laughs> COVID bay. <laughs> I swear that is the equivalent of that. <laughs> Imagine being labeled as semi bay. Semi soulmate. Oh my god, that would be so painful. That is so. I think wow. I have a semi soulmate. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Okay, so this is a really serious question. I think I will skip one question that I was going to take up and jump to the serious one because I really like want to talk through this question and make sure we really have time for it. So this question is, as a person who suffers from mental health issues, such as depression, do you think it is important to have this in account when you enter a relationship? Let me just start with communication is key. So, if you're someone who suffers from mental health issues, example, depression, anxiety, other issues, there's so many, you should talk to a therapist, first of all, like therapy, because these therapists will give you the tools you need in order to enter relationships, because you don't know, and you can't blame people who are in a a relationship with you who doesn't know either to how they act, but they should be considerate, of course, but you need a therapist or someone to talk to who has experienced the same, who tells you, like, these are the tools you can think about. And secondly, this is really normal to suffer from these kind of depressions and mental health issues and anxieties and insecurities. So don't ever belittle yourself in this and don't ever think that you should not date because of this. And don't let people take advantage of you in a relationship because of this. So that's also why I'm saying therapy. Because a therapist will teach you how to be ready, how to be prepared, and how to communicate. And you should start with this today, yesterday. Because <laughs> like, if you're young especially, you have so much time to heal, to be prepared, and to never 
end up in a um, end up with a narcissist or with someone who take advantage of your mental health issues because that happens. I think that happens quite often. Happens kind every of, day. Yeah, you kind of get into a relationship and you kind of sometimes it's like because you don't know you have these issues and sometimes it's because of you don't want to accept the issues. Except, yeah. And then you just two. gain to it, get into a relationship and you kind of just dump it on your partner and I think that is not fair either. That is not fair. That's what I said. You can't blame someone who you doesn't can, know. You Therefore, you need the tools yourself. Exactly. So I think that you need to have like the tools yourself mm. and you get the manual, as you said, like from the therapist and you've worked on this and you know how to to work on this by mm. yourself and then you can get into a relationship and of course telling this person that I have this 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 and this mm. is I get like this sometimes and then of course if the partner you're with he or she will of course if they like you they will of course be willing to work on this with you or like find the best ways to support you Yeah, and if they like you, they like this part of you also, because this is a part of you. This is not just something you pick, you take out. Like when you go to bed and like, woo, this is clear, <laughs> pop out. This is already a part of you. It's a, it's a part of how you talk, how you move, how you joke, what you like already. So it's like this person has already liked this. So don't be scared to share it because. And also, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't accept this part of you already. So why not tell? Yeah. You can't hide it. Especially since you can't help it. It's not like when you're depressed, you're just like, okay, I'm going to stop being depressed. And you're just like, woo! <laughs> I mean, it never happens. No. So it's better to just like have an open conversation with your partner and just kind of tell them that you get in these moods. And like both yeah. of us, especially like both you and me, we kind of have these issues as well. Like mental health issues? Yeah. Like uh, what kind of? Like what the one we talked about the last time. Oh, like ang- like prestation, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, like prestation. Anxiety of like, uh, you always want to succeed. Yes. Like you want to prestate. <laughs> you want to. <laughs> like you put high. Okay, you put high expectations expectations on, on yourself. yourself. Yeah, we have that. And you kind of push yourself to the limit where you're just like. Yeah, yeah, almost burned out, exactly. or like you overwork, you overstudy, you over. So this is this is a yeah, it's a it's a part of it. I I my brain went to like the deep deep stuff. Mm. This is of course also serious yeah. stuff, and then maybe the spiral parts as well, uh, overthinking, overthinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those kind of stuff, yeah, definitely. Mm. But yeah, th- th- those are also ex- uh, important, important, of course, to communicate. But I think those will show yeah, like more easier so than like someone than who like has like really, really deeper. real depression, bipolar, mm-hmm. you know, stuff exactly. like that. Um, but those are also ex- important to communicate. I think in my relations, I've been very uh, communicative with like, I I am ambitious and sometimes it doesn't go my way. So sometimes it gets hard, you know? And I mean, I always... I've never dated someone who has like serious issues and mental health issues. With serious, I mean more like you need maybe medication or like really proper, proper therapy. So I have no experience from that. But I would say that I would even join you in therapy. Yeah. If I was dating you and you had that. For sure. Yeah. I would, of course, 
try to be there for you in every step of the way, in every step that I could, in every step that you would let me also. Mm. And of course, I would like if someone had that problem, I would of course like for them to tell me about this so I am aware, so I know when it happens, how it happens and how I can help the person in the best way. So you don't overstep, you don't make jokes that are inappropriate. Exactly. Stuff like that. Like, for example, eating disorders. Mm-hmm. That could, You could make a really insensitive joke by accident. And that could, like, trigger someone. For sure. Or sexual violence, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's very important to communicate this. So important. We cannot stress this enough. No. Moving on. Moving on. A little bit on the same subject, but still not. What is the worst thing your partner can do towards you? This is excluding physical violence and similar, since we know this is the worst. So excluding physical violence. What do you think is the worst thing your partner can do to you? This is a hard one, actually. I mean, I... Mental abuse? (laughs) Oh my God, definitely. Definitely, that is... Yeah. Definitely, I would say that. Because I think people start like cheating, but it's exactly. like cheating that's the first is not that. Yeah, that's the first thing you think about. You're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, adultery, cheating. Yeah. That's the first thing you think about. But mental abuse, that is that is some serious stuff that takes time to heal from. Years. Years to heal from. This takes therapy. Mm. So it's not just like the physical. Of course, it can be the mental as well. And Be I think, scared of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of the times people don't take up this like mentally abusive. Mm. And that can be a female going towards a guy. like, yeah. And it could be the other way around. And it could be a guy with another guy. It could be a female with another female. And non-binary. like mm. You mean people some... with like uh, narcissistic uh, how do you say, personalities yeah. or whatever. Or just mean evil mm. people. <laughs> oh, oh my God, evil people. <laughs> Evil people. Evil people. <laughs> and they will like take advantage of that you have, you're maybe very giving, you're very nice, you're very this, or you suffer from anxiety or depression. And they will like take advantage of this and like a weak mind. Like if you're in a period where your mind is a little bit weaker than usual, and they will, you know, take advantage of that and use that for their own benefit. Put you down, Put make you, you down. feel less. Oof. Make you feel worthless, worthless until the like make you stop seeing your friends and your family, isolate you. Those are dangerous stuff. Really? Yeah. So I think that I would also agree to that is one of like the worst, definitely because that can your mind can sh- affect so much of yourself, how you perceive things, how you act, how you work out how you uh, please yourself how you interact with people it can affect everything if you have a broken mind yeah and having a person that is supposed to be your person being the one bringing you down and they're probably constantly there that it that is and it can happen to anyone because i've seen this happen to the to friends of mine who i thought were quote unquote the strongest women in the world and like first of all I don't like strong women that fucking term like 
mm. I don't want to be strong all the time. Leave yeah. me alone. But like people who are like who is so like aware of stuff like this already and who I never thought would fall into this it has happened to those and i'm so sure it could happen to me yeah too because you don't these people are like specialists on getting into your mind and poisoning your mind and sometimes you don't even know you don't even realize it until it's come like so far and i think in that part is so important to have an out like an outsider's perspective that's what like kind of burst your bubble so I think it's so important to just like having friends telling you their perspective, yeah. having family's perspective in this. And if you see this, if you're a person who sees this happening to your friend, um, man, they will not listen to you all the time. Like it has to come to them themselves for them to leave. But just keep saying it. Yeah. Like it's bad for them. But they have to realize it themselves. That's the only way they can leave. For sure. So, what do you think, Debbie? What do you think decides if someone is ready to be in a relationship overall or to stay in a relationship? Do you think it has to do with age? Or what factors do you think, like, defines? It's hard, so hard. Time. 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 What I would say mean? time. Time in the way of, like, where you are in life where your mindset is is at it could be like let's say um i've just discovered that i have a mental issue like mental like problems and so on and i'm still in the beginning stages of this so like time Mm. in later time that would be perfect yeah or let's say i'm in i've just started my education and i feel like oh shit this is overwhelming i want to put all my energy to this so maybe another time Mm. I don't think that it's the person in itself like okay this person is incapable of having a uh, of having a yeah, relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course it would just be the time that the person comes into your life. Yeah. When you meet someone like when at the time frame of when you meet someone where their mindset is at that time where they are in life at yeah that like time. my sister she met her husband when she was 17 and they're married today that's crazy and she's 28 and they have a baby sweet melody sweet so like and because i was gonna say age also but then like she met her husband when she was 17 and i know i think the person who wrote this question i think she's around 19 and i i i honestly think i honestly like I w- if I could decide, I would not fall in love and really like settle down until I was maybe 28. Because yeah. I really think the 20s are for like fuck ups, it's for exploring. But if love is love, you can't like, you know, you can't just say no because you're not at that age. You're age. not perfect age. It just happens when it happens. No, exactly. It just happens when you're susceptible to it and you're just yeah. like open to it. But I think for sure when you're a 1920, you should be dating. Uh, not ser- maybe not seriously if you don't want to but like you know having fun experiencing, experiencing. things feeling the vibes <laughs> traveling the waters feeling the waters you know traveling and just like enjoy it yeah but don't like overthink it because i think that's a big thing you can do when you're 1920 because you don't know so much yet so you don't know like People think like at the age of 25, you should be married with a house and children. So like when you're this, that young, 
But like, what you should do is really enjoy being so young. We are also young, me and you, so we're not like old. <laughs> like, it's not that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 1920, you don't have that much responsibilities. So that is the same time also to figure out who you are in in dating, in single life, in whatever. Yeah, it's a very interesting time. It's so interesting. It really is. But I don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one is spicy. Spicy spice. What is the best way to deal with problems in a relationship? Yeah, I would just say open communication, honestly. Yeah. Open communication. Honesty, of course. Mm-hmm. And like maybe maybe if the person you're talking with is not as communicative as you are, because I mean... Uh, some are more communicative. Someone, some people have higher emotional intelligence than others. You should maybe like communicate that and be like, "I like talking about this kind of stuff," and just find a way uh, where you talk and where you have maybe a routine where you're like, "Okay, Sundays we just we we have a nice lunch and then we talk we about talk if about something that. is wrong. If this person is like really hard to talk about, maybe this person just needs stability, like." A routine to be like to come into it, and then maybe from there it will become naturally natural in the relationship. So, how long before you say adios, au revoir, au revoir, bye bye? Like, if you have problems in a relationship, how long before you say adios? Like, what are the steps you would say? I mean, since I'm a person that's quite like since we like we talked about in the last relationship, I like to open commu- openly communicate like right away. I like to lay all the cards on the table. I don't believe in like playing games or like waiting around for so for me, I would leave the table after a week. I I could leave after a week. If the table is not serving the, what you want. Exactly. If the table is not serving me, Using I will leave. There is no fufu in the table. There is no There is no, no fufu. I'm out. There is no kwanga. <laughs> You're oh leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm just like, I am heading out. <laughs> so after a week, like... Yeah, if, I uh, could... I, I don't think there's like a time frame for that. Mm. But of course earlier i i would do it earlier if it's really to the point where i feel like this will not like if the realization of this will not get better better comes at like after one week after one day after a year after two years then at that time i will break up i will leave the situation i'm at to so just for them to understand the listeners if you communicate a problem with someone you're in a relationship with on Monday, depending on the problem, of course, if this problem is not discussed thoroughly, thoroughly <laughs> discussed the way it should be, <laughs> you know what word I was trying to say? Yeah. I hate spelling that word and I hate saying yeah. it. Thoroughly, you guys, Google it. <laughs> you are ready to be like, you know what? After a week. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you kind of have to accept defeat. Let's say if you get into a relationship with someone and this person is like, I never want to have kids. And you're just like, I really want to have kids. Then you talk talk this out. Oh. And then you kind of just realize this person will not change their mind. And I will not change my mind. Mm. Two days would be a 
enough for that yeah you mean like, like how whole... are you gonna change your mind it's so for such a big thing and if you're like let's say you've been on a few dates and then this person is like i really 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 want you to convert to being a muslim mm. and you're a very strong atheist and you oh. discuss this honestly a few hours would be enough for me to make up my mind oh, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> no I, i get you I don't think I was so it thinking that on, deep problems, but yeah, it depends that, on yeah. what it is, of course. Or if it's like, but in other cases, if it's like, um, um, should our kids go to Sunday school? Maybe I wouldn't just like okay after one day. He's like I say no, and I'm like yes, and then I'm like okay the next day I'm gonna break up. No, okay, more like if it's a problem like, or uh, let's let's say you've been in a relationship for a long time and your man is not. Uh, like spending enough time with you as you want like you think this is a problem like it has been going on for a lot of times and you've been communicating this like how do you how what do you do to solve that like if it's not changing i mean you should talk about it just talk about it and then you should feel by yourself when it's enough when enough is enough yeah. if you've had enough You kind of feel it in your stomach. You kind of feel it in your gut. Yeah, you can. And can't. you're like, this, this is it, and I kind of have to. Yeah, that's what I would say to this p- person who asked this question, because there's actually a time when you, in your whole body, you just can't not stay any longer. You actually feel it. You feel it in your bones. You're yeah. just like, this will not change, and this is mm. not serving me, and I cannot compromise on this. And no he, matter the issue, it's no actually matter true. the issue. It's actually the true. person I'm with can't compromise, and I can't compromise, and we can't seem to get around this problem. It's actually true. Then how long should you stay and be miserable? And you can't hold it back. You can't. But what you should do is communicate it first, of course. Of course, that's. But like I'm the, the kind of bitch who can wake up and be like, you know what? <laughs> the door is there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like with my overthinking ass. I'm just like, it's like my dreams told a, me. <laughs> I'm having a conversation with myself, and then I just like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I am. <laughs> the conversation is just with you, it's with like, me and my mind, Whoa. me and my freaking ten minds. I can't. <laughs> I it's like you've been arguing back and forth and it's with like, yourself and it's just no. like oh 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 poor man i swear actually, actually because they just be eating their cheesecake or whatever and you come and you're like you know what the last few days i've been, <laughs> I've been and it's like just eating it's just mind eat, eating drinking his water whatever he's doing just drop it on them because you've had like maybe a 10 hour discussion yeah, with yourself with myself and me as a person i i literally think my brain has like 50 tabs open at all <laughs> yeah, oh time God, at tabs. all time and these tabs can be about completely different things <laughs> and then i'm still like arguing i'm researching these tabs in my mind Until I lay it on you, you're just like, what is this? <laughs> oh my god! And then you marked some things in the. Different I've marked tabs. things in those tabs. Highlighted, that I really highlighted them, and these are so important to me. And you're just like, and he hasn't even put on the computer. Yeah, <laughs> like the computer is off. It, it, it's not even charged for him. And you're like, hello. He's going about his day. <laughs> you ruin his day. <laughs> 
I love <laughs> ruining the oh day. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, that's such a mood. It's like you're bored. You're like, let me ruin his day. Let me do this. Let me actually. Let me actually ruin. Uh, your let day. me do it. I think I'm gonna ruin someone's day <laughs> after this. <laughs> like, actually, the thing we talked about. I feel like this now. Uh, this now. <laughs> now. I swear. And what you feel is very important. Yeah. <laughs> what he feels. <laughs> we guys were playing. We're joking. <laughs> But like it's so funny those like it is. But the thing I love is like when you meet someone where it's like he really knows your language, and he knows like right now you're just being you, yeah. and he's like, "Babe, go to bed. Let, I'll talk to you tomorrow." It's like, and then tomorrow everything is fine. Everything is fine. You're like, hello. <laughs> what are we eating today? <laughs> Can I make you some lunch? <laughs> Oh my god, that is so me. I can wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like having these thoughts and I'm like so deep in thought and I'm like, oh my god. And then I wake up the next morning and <laughs> my views have changed completely. Yeah. <laughs> and it completely. was just at that time, at that moment that I yeah. felt so strongly about something. And then after like take one day and I'm like <clears throat> <laughs> Like nothing happened. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> also when you're hungry. When I'm hungry, oh my God. ain't nobody talking to me in yeah. a tone I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> I am the queen of attitude. Yeah. And where you're like so consumed in your anger, where you where you don't want to get in a good mood. No, no, no. You no. don't want someone to put you in a good mood. And of course, it's not because you're hungry in your mind. Of it's because you actually not. feel like this right now. Yeah, and it's because of the people around you. But as soon as you making- eat... Everything is fine. It's like everything gets color again. Yeah. The world gets color. It's like, what was I saying again? <laughs> uh, I was dating this guy who actually he had like um he had sweets and a banana in his in his jacket and like his bag because he knew that when she gets hungry, hungry. <laughs> the only thing that can save her is sugar. And then he would give it to me and I was like, "Oh, I get, like when he noticed like <laughs> the hunger in me jumped." <laughs> You know, like feed the beast, <laughs> feed, feed it. <laughs> wow! Oh, I actually love man. I swear, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I can't. An Instagram dilemma because we also <clears throat> Debbie posted on her Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Debbie. Po- Debbie posted on her Instagram some dilemmas for you guys to answer. And uh, yeah, you you guys came through. And her Instagram is Debbie Z S and Z. I will never try to say that. (laughs) One of these dilemmas were, could you ever forgive cheating? 90% said, nope. And 10% said yes. What do you think about that? Could you ever forgive cheating? I think that even if I said to myself that, yes, I forgive it, it would still be at the back of my mind at all times, even subconsciously. <laughs> Who are you playing? It will be on the top of your mind during <laughs> the night. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially during the night. 3 a.m. me, I swear. Be aware of 3 a.m. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will never call you at 3 a.m. Do not, because I am a totally different person. The thing with me is I sleep so well. I sleep like at 10 and I mm. sleep until morning. Oh, I love that. So I don't have those 3 a.m. me, but I know I have it during the day. Yeah. But like at night, I'm so peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. I'm such a person as well that like I'm easily woken up. So if someone that lays next to me like goes to get water... Or if I hear someone go to the bathroom, I can wake up. And then from there, my tab's just like... No, you could have a party in my room. I I slept at a Congolese party once. uh, You know, you're Congolese yourself. It's like, I slept so silently in the couch in the party. I was like... I swear, I wish. I really wish. (laughs) Okay, 3 a.m. you thinking about cheating. Thinking about cheating. Thinking about everything. Could you ever forgive cheating? Like... I would say no, honestly. Okay, married and kids, would you forgive? Ooh, that's a very hard one. That's a very... It would I would be feel very, so broken. It would be, yeah, it would be very, 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 very hard for me to get over, get over it. And it would even need maybe couple counseling for me yeah. to kind of deal with that. Because yeah. I think that would break a lot of my spirit, a lot of my trust, a lot of like, it would always be at the back of my mind in everything you do. And once the trust is broken, it would be so hard to kind of build it up again. You'll be forever suspicious. Exactly. And we all know when we get in those moods where we're kind of like paranoid, suspicious about things. And it's not nice feeling like that. It's not nice for the other person. It's not no. nice for me. So if it was in a, in the cases we're not married, we don't have kids, we don't like this is an easy situation for me to eliminate myself. Mm. You will see me leave that situation so quickly. Like so quickly before I before it even happens because you, you no, know before three AM Debbie really <laughs> three already knows. me has already decided how to go about it. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> No, I agree with you. I could never forgive cheating. Yeah. I've never been in a, re- like, in a relation where I even been, um, where I even doubted the person. Like, I've always been in so loyal and good relations. So for me, if that would happen, I would be so shocked. I would be like, huh? So shocked. Especially when you're just like, when you're in the mindset where you're just thinking that this person can never do this to yeah. me. Yeah. I but love it's this so person. normal nowadays. It's so normal. It really is. It's so crazy how normal it is nowadays. Yeah. And did it happen, you know, with um, the Will Smith and Jaden uh, situation? That was crazy. And if some of you haven't heard, it's like both of them, they were both cheating on each other, both at the same time, <laughs> at different times as well. I'm like so confused. And they kind of got over that and they talked it out and they just like in front of camera in front of camera oh my god entanglement <laughs> entanglement entanglement imagine How do you get over and imagine entanglement. branding it like that entanglement she put it so nice she was like oh but actually <laughs> put like put cheating with sugar on top entanglement that is actually a classy woman you swear. <laughs> she's really classy she's like i don't do those hood rat things i, I entangle <laughs> actually no yeah. it's so normal now it's, it's it feels like a trend and it feels like it's cool but loyalty is actually it <laughs> yeah 
it is uh i'm too lazy to cheat anyways i don't like talking to people too much mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like imagine having someone you give 100% attention and then you're gonna cheat too like it's exactly. already too much exactly gosh get especially it when you can just like just leave and you yeah you you leave marks on people like yeah they, it will be so hard for them to heal gosh gosh okay one of the last dilemmas is your parents are not accepting of your partner do you stay or do you leave 50% said stay 50% said leave yeah that question was so divided <laughs> i would leave you would my leave my family is everything to me i would leave i honestly don't know i think i would need for me to leave i would need a really good motivation and i would need someone to make me see why this yeah. person is bad for me and it couldn't be such a lame thing as like oh he's from another race oh he's like that would not that would not go no. from oh he's muslim like no, that would no. not since i myself don't believe that that is an issue mm. of course if you're a person that believes that this is an issue and mm. you're kind of just like mm, yeah okay i'm gonna make it work for this person then your parents actually remind you of the person that you are and your beliefs and how you go about things and they make you realize then of course yeah but since me as a person I'm kind of like very open to new experiences, new people and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I choose to see the better in people. So if I've already decided that I like this person and I like what he brings to the table and I like what he makes me feel. Kwanga. Kwang, oh my god, he brings kwanga. <laughs> if he brings that to the table, then <laughs> mom and dad, I'm sorry. Mom, I love you. <laughs> It's just that for me it's like there's a reason for them to actually not want yeah, this person. So that's where I would be because my parents are not un- unreasonable. Yeah. If my parents would be unreasonable, <laughs> go to bed. That's the thing. That's the thing. It also depends on how your parents yeah. are. So I wouldn't say no directly and I wouldn't say yes directly. Mm. It depends on Exactly. how I am and what I believe in first of all. Yeah. And if I feel that this is worth losing my family if it's that serious oh. that they're threatening to cut me off for example yeah so you i would really have to think about this but (laughs) i would really have to think about this i swear oh my god 3 a.m me would brainstorm this and then the next morning you would have a presentation you would have a powerpoint PowerPoint. about this (laughs) like watch me stay up for like three hours (laughs) thinking about oh this <laughs> oh like a yeah. master thesis i swear like- <laughs> i i think 3 a.m me would be able to like find the solution to that honestly i think it's so difficult but i hope i, I hope my parents would have their good intentions yeah. and not just lame intentions i hope so too so the last last dilemma is do you stay with someone who has different opinions on having children 73 percent said yes and 27% said, no, I will not stay. Why would 73% stay with someone who is not agreeing on having children? Why would you give up your uterus or your freedom? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what? why? And ha- how? How, exactly? How do you do that? 
I would not stay. Then maybe if it's like, you're kind of just like, "Mm, it's fine. If one person is like, okay, it's okay for me to have kids and it's okay for me to not have kids. And then the other person could persuade me to either side. So that's another thing. But if I strongly believe that I want kids and another strongly believe that they don't want kids. Yeah. That would be kind of hard to compromise. It would be very, very hard to compromise, especially if it's in the way that they don't want kids. No, and I really I want don't kids. Agree. I, don't I think what that would be a deal breaker. It's a I deal breaker. It is a deal breaker. It is like the first deal breaker. Yeah, that would be a very fine like deal breaker because I don't know how someone would change their mind from, especially if they express it in this really, really strong way. Yeah. And another deal breaker is how many kids? Yeah. If I'm like, I want one, and one person is like, no, I want like four or five. Okay, go start a, a zoo. A zoo. I think, <laughs> what honestly, we- that I think I could compromise. If I want one and another person wants like 10, I could compromise. And, and my f- compromise would be two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's not a compromise for yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, if they want it exactly like 10, <laughs> bye. Yeah. I would just like, bye. Exactly. I'm out. Because I would feel pressured. Yeah, of course. Of and course. I would feel it's never enough. Yeah. But of course, I wouldn't leave it if one person wants three and I want two. Of course, yeah. I wouldn't leave it then. Then but the like, compromise is two. Yeah, it's always the it's compromise. Is, by the way, the compromise is always one or two. So yeah. don't don't try to play me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, because like the third child, that is like... Then we've both like we want a lot of kids. Then it's like then it's like that's not a compromise. you gotta open your you wallet. Gotta, yeah, <laughs> there is a third. whole other like commitment. And the third might be annoying. Yes, oh my God, Imagine yes. if we have three kids. <laughs> We're like the third. The third. No, me and you are like we don't really want kids. Yeah. So maybe this is easier for us to think. But I've started changing my mind. Mm. Me too, actually. Oh, me too. And it's like I don't, I don't want a lot of kids, but like maximum of three kids, that would be it for me. Maximum one and a half. Yeah, because I, one and a half. Because I think one having one kid is like, I don't want my kid to feel lonely. Yeah, that is that the is thing. The issue. That is the issue. I would, I wouldn't want my kid to be lonely, and also I would want my child to have the support that a sibling can give you yeah like both of us we both have bigger sisters imagine yeah. the support we get from our sister we have so many you siblings, feel like you like... always have someone there yeah and you that love and that growing up that like energy that you, you get from it. your siblings it's like out of this world so yeah so you don't want to nice. you don't want to like rob your children yeah of that. That is and true. it builds a lot of character and it builds a lot okay, of so like two i will have yeah. two so Can like, you also have two, please? <laughs> like we decide not to. <laughs> two. Wow. That is for sure a deal breaker for me. If someone I'm with really wants children and I'm not sure. Mm. Or the opposite. Yeah, definitely. Because that would be hard to get around. Unless the person just like. But how often does it happen that the person just like. Okay, fine. I want many kids. When you're just like, like, no. Hormones. <laughs> yeah, I swear. <laughs> love bubble love bubble honeymoon phase i swear oh i have one last question for you before we finish i just came up with it now okay hit me if someone proposes and you say no can you move on from that or do you have to break up you say no not because you don't want to marry but because you don't want to get married now 
Do you break up or do you keep going? I would say maybe keep going. Isn't that a little bit awkward? <laughs> it's very awkward. It's very awkward. I would say it's very, very awkward. Especially if the get person... Up, get, up. <laughs> get up, And then they just kind of do it at like a very public pace and like... No, but... I think you could get over it if the cause is that. I could actually like, say yes in the public space and then go to the side and be like, no. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> and him just like getting really happy, yeah. getting his hopes Before up. you start calling Before people. Before you I'll start be like, calling, no, you know. this is not happening. But you think you can move on? I think I could move on from that. I would feel so watched. <laughs> <laughs> You're staring at me while I'm cutting onions like that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you could move on too I but I don't so. think I ever want to be in that position yeah I don't either would you propose? is it the 28th every woman can propose? It's okay you can propose whenever you want fuck mm. traditional things but I mean like I think the uh, the gap year the gap day <laughs> no, no not the gap you know Scott Dog yeah leap year the leap, the leap, the leap year. day leap day yeah the last of February yeah then it's yeah, like yeah, women, yeah. women mm-hmm. propose women proposes so I think of course a female can propose anytime yeah. anytime at any time would it's you? not like <clears throat> would you I'm not asking if a female could because I know I can go down on my knees but the question is um, honestly I don't I don't think I could I don't think but this is just me as a person it's not because oh I'm a male female but it's just me as a person mm. I don't think I could. I could never. But actually. why do you think? Why do you think we? Why do we? I think that is the only part where I am actually. I like the traditional values, like mm. where a man like. And I think for me, it's because I could easily just do it because I'm happy one day. Yeah. <laughs> By accident, <laughs> I'm just regretting. Like I, I don't the cross myself. Day, I didn't mean it. You know, like Janina, Gian, yeah. Janina in Love Is Blind. Yes, when she oh proposed, my God. I love that because mm. I can feel with her. I think me and you are much like her. Yeah, in <laughs> crazy, in the way that like she was so convinced and she wanted to take action because she never was convinced before about mm. how much she loved a man. So she was like, I, I need to do this because so many men has like loved me, but I've never loved a man this way. So therefore I have to do it. So in that way I can see it. I would still never do it. But in her case, I really love that. Yeah. That is too. when I would love it. Me too. A woman who is never loved and then like does it because like, I'm going to show I'm you that show I'm actually you here that for I'm this. actually here. I'm here. I'm present. On that note, follow Debbie on Instagram. ZSZ <laughs> and follow me the real 20s and thanks for vibing with me these are my two english episode episode 16 and 17 i will do more and join us for discussions on instagram yeah we would really like to hear from you and what you have to say and what you have to vote that yeah. was really interesting really yeah so guys, I'm gonna run now to pee because <laughs> have a nice evening, day, morning, whatever. Stay up to 3 a.m. and meet the big in sync. Yes, uh, <laughs> let's meet in 3 a.m. And bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.